0: hey everybody
1: welcome it's wednesday it's time for the circling the drain podcast whether we are in the studio or we are in our individual homes it doesn't matter we are here with a purpose, and that's to make you laugh and forget about all the stuff that's outside. Yeah. Now, I have forgotten, what what quarantine week are we on now?
0: I think it's nine. Nine. Nine, nine. nine. ladies and gentlemen.
1: The at home game is now nine weeks old. Be strong. Uh, i I am Ira. I'll be
2: playing the Fimble this evening. And uh, playing the Iron is Mr. Sean Radford. Hey, what's going on? As we just said, it's number nine of the Home Edition. And I just wanted to say thank you to my buddy for screwing me up by humming the March of the Empire right before the show started. Got <laughs> halfway through it, then open the show to see what would happen. This is what happens, and this is what we're doing. So it is Wednesday. We are all sitting at home doing this Circle in the Dream podcast thing. But like always, there's more than two of us. And if we go sliding over to the right and down to the bottom corner, that corner of royalty, you got the queen of heels herself, Carolina. Yes. No, no. All hell.
3: Now, um, guys, I have a confession to make.
0: Uh oh.
3: Oh. Yeah. Um, what you do? I cheated. You cheated. On oh, my nail tech. Oh. oh! What? Oh! Oh,
0: <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, no. <laughs>
1: oh. no, guys. I was gonna say, is she wearing flats? That would be cheap, right? Her. That's
2: I a huge right there.
3: Yes, yes. So I got now, my nails done finally.
2: I got those nails did.
3: Yeah. So you got your
2: nails done and you got your hair done.
3: And I got your glasses. Nice. I can see that. Nice. Yeah. Thank you. When you know. You've been outside? I've been outside. I have. And tomorrow I get to go into the real world. So I'm excited. Ooh. Yay. <laughs> I no longer I don't I no longer have to be locked up inside the house. I'm gonna go to work for a few hours and um get away from everything. Or get away from the house.
1: Cool. I should say. Cool. And then hate yeah. work. No watch. Why am I back? Why am I here? Let me go back into my house. That's exactly yeah, right. I'm <laughs> I'm at
2: work. I don't want to be here. Yeah, welcome to no. my world.
3: I promise I won't complain. I won't complain, I promise. At least for a week. Okay. Now like you said, it takes four of
1: us here and running the show. Ladies and gentlemen, it's pickles, or shall I say, Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Uh, thank you all. We've we've done this for two months now. How crazy is that? And I go back to oh the next week as well. So apparently we are all in phase one of our new lives. So get excited. <laughs> no, don't get
3: excited. No, well, I, I, I don't like this. I don't like this. I'd rather be in person in the same room with you guys. I yep. feel like, you know, this is a good alternative, but I don't like it.
2: Yeah, no, no. This is this version is, is decent, but it is definitely the Diet Coke version of the Circling the yes. Drain podcast. Um, the, uh, the jokes are kind of there. You know, we're trying. But the the setup and the put down is just not interweaving because the little greens thing around the square that's like, oh, you're on the button, you're talking now. It's kind of hard to diversify to crack a joke, but we're doing the best we can. We <laughs> can all get through this and wash your hands.
1: But the more things change, the more things remain the same, meaning we start off the show with Shotgun Stories. Sean, take it away.
2: Hmm. Well, what Shotgun Stories is, is we as a group go around the world looking for the craziest stories we could possibly find. Hold on. Let me backtrack to the actual opening. Thanks. I'm glad you told me that. And uh, <laughs> shit, I dropped it again. Damn it. What was I saying? <laughs> I forgot. Alright, strike that. Reverse it. Let's try this again. What? what we like to do is we start to show off is with a little game we call Shotgun Stories. Now what Shotgun Stories is is we as a group go around the world looking for the wildest, craziest story we could possibly come up with. We read them out and then you, the audience, gets to vote. Now if this was the real world and we were in a studio all together like we were just talking about, there would be a little comment section underneath the video you're watching at this moment. But since there isn't, a little later on in the week, probably tomorrow, on the drain, the Circling the Drain Facebook group page, which is actually where you're watching this live right now, you hmm. will have a poll of all three stories. You get to vote on whichever one you like the best by clicking on the little dot next to it. We tally up all the votes, and uh, that's how we determine a winner for next week's Shotgun Stories. What we do with the winner, who knows? You're just going to have to tune in and find out. Well, all right, I think speaking I did that of okay. the winner, speaking
1: yes. of the winner for last week, I have to call shenanigans. Uh-oh. Why? That's right. Fine. Now, I only got to put it up twice this week. Usually, I put it up three or four times, and that's a legitimate poll. I put it up once, and the leader was Carolina.
2: She had a great story about
1: the psycho girl who had called and emailed and texted. And all the handwritten messages. Yep, and she was winning. (laughs) So then I put up another one, and the winner for this week was, for that one, was Pickles. That's right. Because got a couple of votes for Pickles. And nobody else really got any votes. Then I went back to the first one going, well, I know Carolina won because she got all those votes for the that's first one. Except for some reason, all the votes are gone from the first one. I know they were there. What? How
0: are you now, guys going to do me guys. like that? I uh, no, 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 it? no. That's it's
1: why I'm calling shenanigans. <laughs> all right. So... Do, do, we, do we let Pickles take the win? I mean, you were going for three in a row, Ira. I thought, for some reason, I thought that was your story. So, I mean, nope. I will gladly give Carolina the victory. Okay. Thank you.
0: I was going to give it to you. <laughs>
2: unless, he, unless he's got a story, he can't exactly win just based on his name. That's just not even fair. I mean, you know, you get, a, you, get a couple of, you get a couple of people on the group page like, oh, I'm going to screw around. Oh, I'm voting for pickles because it's funny. I'm voting for pickles because it's funny. You know what? Funny's funny. But at the same time, we need to determine a winner. So stop voting for pickles. And whoever's putting that up, I know who you are and I'm staring right at you. Stop putting pickles up on the poll. I did not put it up. No, I know it wasn't you. I'm talking to somebody else.
1: Is it illegal? But he's a big deal.
2: What are you going to do? <laughs> it is yep, yep. I don't see what the big deal is, but you know.
1: <laughs> okay, Carolina, since we're giving the win oh. to you, why don't you tell us your story?
3: Okay, okay. so um, my uh, story takes place in Florida. So a 19-year-old woman has been charged with uh, negligent manslaughter after a man was found dead at her home.
1: That sounds um, funny.
3: It it gets there. So um, (laughs) police responded to a 911 call on Saturday and found Lillian Patterson, several small children, and the deceased body of Xavier Collins. Um, Lillian initially claimed Collins had become unresponsive after stumbling out of the bedroom. Later, investigators found a traumatic injury on xavier's chest that's when lillian changed her story and told investigators collins fell on the knife Uh uh, that one of the children was holding Uh so uh, um then she she changed her story again saying that she took the knife away from this from the child and collins started wrestling with her she pushed him, causing him to lose balance, and that's when he fell on the knife. Oh. So yeah. So she ended up changing her story again. Obviously, um, mm-hmm. obviously wasn't believable. So she's being held in county jail and awaiting for her first court appearance. Okay. Oh so, yeah. People just the knife away the now. She
1: wrestled the guy who had the knife. I don't know why the guy had to die. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> favorite, that's my favorite nursery rhyme.
2: <laughs> hey. What what, seem, what seems to have been the problem? What happened? Oh, well, you see, he fell on the knife seven times? How do you fall on a knife seven times? I know gravity is a thing, but, you know, <laughs> 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 ma'am, I think he stabbed him. No, I swear I didn't. It was one of the kids. One of the kids stabbed him. Seven times? All right. Uh, maybe it wasn't.
1: Maybe each kid just stabbed him one time. What, does that make it better?
2: Everybody got to try.
0: Stab, stab, stab.
1: Seven stabs for seven brothers. Okay. Uh,
2: Sean, <laughs> what do you Yeah. yeah. All right. So, um, over the weekend in Kentucky, a couple was taking a little boating uh, expedition, I guess we could call it, on the Kentucky Dam Marina. When they spotted something they thought looked like an alligator, this being Kentucky, they were a little confused, but they decided to call the Fish and Game Commission just in case. They called the Fish and Game Commission and say, hey, Fish and Game, we think we spotted an alligator in the in the Kentucky River. And they said, okay, we'll check it out. So they went over and they got to the spot where the alligator was supposed to be. Turns out there was an alligator. The only drawback was, the alligator was dead. So, on further... fall on a knife seven times? <laughs> on further examination, they got up and close and personal to the alligator and noticed a massive gash on the top of the alligator's head. So, obviously, it must have gotten hit by a motor, or... No, it was probably an outboard motor from a boat, and the alligator su- suffered a severe injury and died. So, that's that's quite sad. However... The PSA to this story is they tell you specifically it's illegal in Kentucky to own an alligator as a pet. I thought it would be illegal in all 50 states to own an alligator as a pet. Maybe just me. Maybe just Kentucky. Who knows? So they said basically that what they think happened was somebody thought it was a great idea to have an alligator as a pet. The alligator grew to alligator size, and they said, holy crap, having an alligator is not a good idea as a pet. So they Mm -hmm. threw him in the river. Problem is, alligators don't do well in cold weather, and Kentucky's full of cold weather. The Water drops down to a temperature of 40 degrees, which will kill the alligator. Much like back in 2018 when they found another dead alligator because of the temperature of the water. So, PSA... All you dingleberries out there who think it's a great idea to have exotic pets, don't do it. Doesn't make you any cooler. It just, it's just, it's really mean to the animals, reptiles, giant snakes, whoever, whichever. Just, just go get a dog. Call it a wrap. Don't buy alligators. You don't need snakes. Nothing like that. You don't live in the tropical jungle. You're not Tarzan. Move on with your life. So yeah, alligators are dying in Kentucky because they can't deal with 40 degree weather because they're not supposed to be there.
1: Now, you said this has been done before. Are you sure it's not a serial alligator
2: killer? Dun, dun, dun! It is quite possible. It's a a serial exotic pet owner. They, you know, they always think it's a good idea, and they keep it until they get to dangerous sizes, and then they just kind of get rid of them. And then two years later, they forget, so they do it again, except they dump it in a different spot, but in the same town because they never moved because, you know, it's Kentucky, so who knows? But, yeah, so... (laughs) Don't buy an exotic pet, man. It's just not, it's not fair to anybody. You're going to get your hand bit off. The alligator's going to die. Something's going to happen. It's going to end in a lawsuit, and nobody needs that. So.
1: Enough. I'd like to see what would happen if, like you said, you get the baby alligator. Oh, he's so cute. And then he starts to get big. And right. then you dump him in the river. And then that alligator, he's smart. And he finds his way home. He just crawls very slowly. And all of a sudden, one day, there's an alligator outside. Oh, my God, I wonder if it's Chauncey. And he's got a little, a little uh, bell around his neck, so you know it's Chauncey. And then you bring him back to the river, and then the next day, there's Chauncey again.
2: Ah, oh, I can't get rid of more <laughs> Chauncey. You think, hey, I wonder if it's Chauncey. And then you realize you're in the middle of Kentucky. Of course it's Chauncey. There are no other alligators around. It's just the one you bought like a moron.
1: I've tried a hundred times to get Chauncey, and all of a sudden,
2: he just keeps <laughs> coming back and coming back and coming back. <coughs> Who knew? Alligators were like boomerangs. You just, you get rid of them, and they come right back. they just there.
1: I got a setup for mine, so let's see. Hold on. Uh-oh, oh boy. Yeah, oh boy. I, I need background for mine. Here we go. We're going to Bolivia. Bolivia, okay. Bolivia, yep. Here we go. Okay. Now, in Bolivia, mean- there were three little boys, age 12, 10, and 8. They're all brothers, and they, of course, love Marvel movies. And while they were doing their chores, they were herding goats, by the way, I- uh, they found a black widow spider. So, of oh. course, knowing oh. everything you know about Marvel movies, thinking it would give them super pure, superhero powers, they kept poking them the stick until it bit each one of them, thinking, of course, they would turn into Spider-Man or Spider-Boy in this case. No. The mother found them crying and rushed them to a nearby health center, which transferred them to a nearby hospital. Mm-hmm. The would-be Peter Parker's were transferred then a third time to a specialized children's hospital. And the next day they had fevers, tremors, muscle pains, all the things that you see Toby Maguire go through in uh, Spider-Man movies. Right. And uh, let's see, they were uh, treated and discharged almost a week after they were bitten. Now, it has venom 15 times stronger than a rattlesnake. Black widows wow. are one of the most feared spiders in the world, yeah. the most venomous in North America. And while their bites are not usually fatal, children are the high risk along with elderly and infirmed. So, right. there we go. Three little spider boys, you know, almost ended up dead.
0: Yep, yep, wow. yep, yep.
1: Okay. So, uh, uh, yeah. Bolivia is probably a little late to the Marvel party, apparently. <laughs> That's all you got for that? <laughs> I can't think of anything, just, just, these kids are dumb.
2: That's about it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, what else? The sorry part about it is all three of them thought they were going to turn into superheroes. Turns out they all turned into ghosts. Oh. Yeah, that Isn't was,
0: that supposed to be
2: the story of the eight-year-old?
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't it supposed to be the story of the eight-year-old goes, We could turn into Spider-Man if we get it to bite us. And the older one's supposed to go, that's not how that works.
2: That is not how that works, but hold on. Let me put the camera on my phone on. Give it a shot. We're about to go viral. <laughs> Thank
1: God they never saw Iron Man.
2: <laughs>
1: hmm. Wait a minute. <laughs> so, so which movie? Okay, let's see. There's Spider-Man. What else <coughs> could you get bitten by that uh, would make you turn into a superhero? Uh, obviously, if Chauncey bites you, you're not turning into Alligator Man.
2: Yeah, so- no, no. There's There's no Gator Man. That's not gonna happen. Um I don't I don't know. What else could bite you that would turn you into a superhero, aside from another superhero? That's just weird. Did a bat If you get
1: like bitten a bat, by a bat, do you turn into Batman? How's no. it yeah. the wasp?
2: Possible wasp Boy, yeah. Wait, wait,
1: wait, wait. Murder Hornet Man. Look, this is there right now. it's the Green Hornet. That's how the Green Hornet became yeah. the Green Hornet. A true story. Okay, Sean, tell people
2: how they can vote for Best Story. Okay. Well, let's see if I can get this out, unlike the introduction. How you can vote is probably tomorrow. We will have a poll on The Drain, the Circling The Drain Facebook group page, and you will be able to vote. All you got to do to vote, click on one of the little dots. There'll be three of them. So it'll be my story, his story, her story. The three stories that you just heard. And you can just vote on either which one and... (laughs) then take all the polls, maybe three of them, hopefully, because that's how we get it legitimate. We'll add them all up, and we'll determine a winner. And we'll figure it out from there next week, because this is what we do. We, we burn that's bridges right. as we come to them, and walk away laughing.
1: <laughs> well, guys, today is Wednesday. It is the twenty what Seven. Seven. Twenty seventh. Do you know yeah.
3: what today is?
2: Uh, the day a hundred. Joe, know.
3: What was that, Carolina? The hundred. TV 100? show
1: comes out today. Okay. <laughs> well, that's one thing I didn't know about. But today um, is National Hamburger Day.
2: National um, Hamburger Day. This is a I didn't know.
1: And, of course, what would be National Hamburger Day if we didn't talk about a survey? And okay. how many people... How many people uh, do you uh, need to make a survey legit, folks? 2,000. Well, this one had 11,500.
3: Okay.
1: Wow. That's, and I've got, Wait, I'm That's quintuple legit.
3: Yeah, this what? is a legit.
1: That's quintuple legit. That's right. See, this is the most legit burger survey you will ever see in your life, and it's just taste. And they have ranked the top Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. You can tell I do a lot of prep work. Ten, the top ten, and all of them are places that we have here in New York.
0: Okay, so good. It should
1: be easy. Top so we're gonna go with we're gonna go with Burger uh, Burger Boy Pickles because he's uh, a burger topping. And Wait, it's, it's top ten burger joints. Yes. Yep. Top ten burger okay. joints, and you've heard of all of them. Okay. Pickles. Why don't you try to pick one off? Okay, um, five guys. Damn it. Ladies and gentlemen, pickles is hit number one.
0: Yeah, there
1: we go. Really? Number one? Wow. Five guys is now number one two years in a row. Remember, it was number one last year, so I figured that was a simple choice for number one again.
2: Right. Any complaints on that? Um, no. I mean, their burgers are really good. Um, the excessive amount of fries that they give you and then the bag is almost see-through by the time you get home is a little weird. Yeah. But other than that, yeah, totally. No, that's a good voice. Okay, so he got number one. Carolina, what do you like?
3: Um, Pickles went with my only choice. I don't... Um, oh. I don't... I. Applebee's? I don't know. Hmm. Applebee's. You know what? Not a
1: bad burger, but not on the list. Think more uh, just really burger places, less restaurant places. Sean, okay. what do you got? Uh Wendy's. Wendy's. Ooh, Wendy's is good. Wendy's one,
2: two, three, four. Wendy's is fifth on the list. All right. Not so bad. Were- not bad. Number one number one in my heart, but fifth on the list through uh, <laughs> you know, on an official times five official list. Got it? Okay.
1: Okay. Mr. Number One, Pickles, what do you got? God, uh, okay, so let's go classic McDonald's, McDonald's. Wait, is that let us go to McDonald's? Ah. Uh, uh, tomato, you're slow, I'll catch up. Okay, hmm. um, McDonald's, remember when McDonald's was king? It's not. When everybody was,
0: oh my God, we're gonna go to McDonald's,
2: it's um, dead last. Damn okay, well, right. I'm, wow, I'm surprised it's even on there. Packer was even on there, too. Like, yeah. my I'll be shocked if my next guess is on there.
3: Okay, Carolina, go. I got two good ones. My first okay, one, my one, I'm going to go with Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A? Are you doing this on purpose? Does
1: Chick-fil-A even have burgers? Oh, burgers! My bad. <laughs>
0: Look at the picture. I'm thinking it's of a chicken sandwich. So then
1: Hold on. Hold on. I need to sorry. find a sound sa- I need to find a sandwich effect for that one.
3: Let's just scratch my second guess? answer. No, let's just scratch that too.
1: Your second answer on. is fancy. Popeye. No, I was gonna say, <laughs> say
3: <Popeyes>. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say Popeyes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love cheeseburgers from the Chinese buffet, guys. They're awesome. <laughs> Number seven. <laughs>
1: She's walking into Domino's and going, "Uh, Can I have some mushroom pork? And, uh, (laughs) okay, Sean, what do you got?
2: Uh, White Castle, not on the list. Good. Uh. (laughs) White Castle's gross. I'm glad it's not on the list. Uh, I don't even mind, I don't even mind McDonald's being number 10. I hope White Castle's like number 60. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I actually will have White Castle, like, once a year. <laughs>
2: I'm sorry, but, but any type of food that can physically wake you up because you're farting up a storm in the middle of the night is gross and should stop White Castle. It's Castle's dinner gross. and a show. Come on. <laughs> uh, no, no. It's, it's dinner and shame is more like it. It's just, ugh, man. Okay, anybody else got a guess?
1: Red Robin? So far, we have two. Three.
3: Mine might be up there. Okay. I'm gonna go with Burger King. Burger King is number nine. And and at least
1: she picked something that has burger in the title. We're
0: okay now.
2: (laughs) Making progress, making progress.
1: Her next choice is Subway. What? Her next choice will be Subway. (laughs) Oh, her next choice. I was gonna say. I was
3: like, that's actually not a bad answer.
2: (laughs) They don't have
3: burgers.
2: <laughs> no, they don't. The closest thing you can get is like meatball hero. That's not a burger. Okay, anybody have any guests or you want me to read down the list? Um oh.
3: Arby's.
1: Arby's is on the list at number eight.
2: They have the meat. They yeah. I that that's one of those places like they're they're super famous for their roast beef, so I never even thought of you know, oh, let me get a cheeseburger. But yeah, I guess it is it. Is, is back in the Box on the list? It is not really. But, uh, what about what about? Oh, um, In and Out. Number two, In and Out. Now, is there wait? Is there an In and Out burger around here or no? Yeah.
1: No, actually, that's the only one. For some reason, In and Out will not come ah. to the East Coast.
3: Ah, gotcha. Okay, was it, that order. was a good, good burger, sauce. actually.
1: It's a great burger, actually. But yeah. it, it is very much... I had my first one when we went to Vegas the last time, and I loved it, but it reminded me exactly of the number four on the list, which is a Shake
2: Shack burger. Oh, Shake Shack, don't yeah. say that? Yeah. I love Shake Shack. It's I've it's actually a, never... I've actually never been to a Shake Shack because every time oh. I've tried, there's always a line out the door. Absolutely. Every, every single one, from the one in Penn Station to the one out in Westbury to, like, the one that was up there's, okay, yes. yeah. there's one in oh, Penn Station? Yes. Yeah. There is one in Penn Station, yeah. Play, well, there was. Who knows if it's... Well, it's probably still there. There's probably nobody there. Um, yeah, it's around, so, uh, you know.
1: Wait, but there. now's your time. But now's your time you could probably place an order at the one in Westbury and just go pick it up. There's yeah, one in yeah.
0: Westbury? Yeah.
1: Oh, my God. Where are you living, girl?
3: <laughs> well, it's not for me. It's yeah. not for me. Fernando is obsessed, uh, obsessed with um, that it's place. Right. Shake Shack. Shake Shack. Yeah, he's obsessed with it. So I had to tell him.
1: All righty. Okay. So number one was Five Guys. Two was In-N-Out. Yeah. Number three is Smashburger. Oh.
0: Smash
3: burgers. burger. I forgot about that place. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Wait. Wait. Yes. wait. Did you say Shake Shack? Shake Shack or shake Shack Steak and is number Shake? Four.
1: What about no, 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 no. Not shake.
3: Steak and
0: Shake.
3: Ah, uh, I was getting the two confused. Never mind.
1: Okay. okay. Uh, Five is Wendy. Six was, and I disagree wholeheartedly, Sonic. Oh, yeah.
0: I like Sonic. I Maybe not the for their burgers.
1: Sonic, I thought that was no chance because they're. Oh.
0: is meh nah. uh, sonic to I like, me is more sense.
1: about the experience it's like you go you hang out you, you watch the car ops
2: yeah i don't know there's don't just something weird about easy. sitting in your car eating with like a bunch of other people it just feels very claustrophobic and like closed in and crap i don't know i've done sonic like twice and both times it was like can we get out of the car guys and they're like no this is part of the, the adventure i'm like how oh, no, we're always I'm out of the car could you please move your elbow? I'm trying to eat my cheeseburger here. <laughs> Get your elbow out of my tots. Right? Um,
1: Seriously. And then the next one is Checkers, which, by the way, not a bad burger, but their I fries like are amazing. Yeah, yeah. Then right. Arby's, Burger King, and McDonald's. So that ends our list
2: there. Okay. Um, I, I I don't know. Like, I definitely wouldn't put McDonald's in the top 10 of burgers. I I kind of feel that there are better ones out there, you know, even Burger King. And I'm not really a big fan of the whole flame broiled thing. The smell just kind of, you know, makes my skin crawl. But either way, it's still a better burger than McDonald's. Like, I think,
3: I think the best burger I've had is from In-N-Out. That was pretty good. Okay. It's
1: a yeah, good I burger, haven't, but it's, I the haven't same. Tried that. it's the same as a Shake Shack. It really is.
0: Uh,
1: okay. Except you can order it um animal style, which they put like kind of like a topping on it, like a French dressing kind of thing. Mm. Okay. So I mean yeah. it's really good, it's worth it,
2: but eh you know what okay. like, okay. you do. See, and that was I, a, I, burgers are burgers, you know. Yeah. When you and the funny part about it was was when you, you know, kind of announced this list, you're like, all these places are local. And I was like, Oh, I was like, in and uh, out. I you on the list. Out, yeah. I'm like, there's one around here. Can we go? But no, thank <laughs> thinking. Oh well, always a bridesmaid. What can I tell you, guys?
1: Did you hear? I I don't know if we did the story. I think we actually did, or or maybe I just read it. Uh, out in Jamaica Queens, right. someone found an In-N-Out in the wrapper, just sitting there on the sidewalk. Yes. Yep. And someone found it. And was like. What the hell? And then they found right. out the story of they had come back from Los Angeles. It fell mm-hmm. out of their bag. And, you know, it was like a whole mm-hmm. thing. That's as close as we're going to get to an In-N-Out oh, yeah. in New York. Oh, without so. question. Yeah. Was, yeah. was the was the burger, it, the burger fell out and not the wrapping? Well, no, the burger in, in the wrapper. The,
2: the whole thing yes. fell out of her bag. So what? somebody found it and got super psyched because they thought there was an In-N-Out burger in New York. And there isn't. They just got button hooked because somebody... Drop stuff from the East, from the West Coast.
1: But right away, somebody put that story up, and that meant, oh my God, there's gonna be a pop-up in and out. Oh no, they're opening a franchise over here. Everything's gonna happen, Yee! and never does. So, nope, you
2: know, nope. we're screwed.
1: Wah, wah,
2: wah, We'll never live yep. the experience. Yep, yep, no West Coast cheeseburgers for you Eastsiders, sorry. Now, Sean, let me ask you a question.
1: Okay. Because you you have a nice distance to travel to work every day and you've been going to work every day. I have. Have you been speeding at all?
2: No. You don't speed at all? Well, within within reason. I mean, you know, speed limit says 55, 65, 70, you know, whatever. But I've never tapping more than 70, you know, on on the parkway. And that's only on the drive to work. On the way back, there's too many cars on the road. So, you know, 60 65 no i don't speed i don't give him a chance don't don't give him a reason to pull you over stay you know five mile curve and call it a wrap i feel like there's no
3: need to speed there is no traffic
2: yeah but, but that's the just it now people, yeah uh, the the amount of people that are literally like just driving like jerks Like, you know, if somebody's tooling along at, like, 50 and this jack wagon wants to do 65, they're getting right up on their bumper and dipping around them and skipping. And I've seen so many this close accidents. Some of them also happen to me with a lot of choice words out my window and, you know, all that. But, um, yeah, like, people are driving like idiots. The amount of times I've seen people drive on the wrong side of the road, because traffic was too... The, the lane of cars was too long, and nobody was oh, no, on no. the other side, wow. and they just go and tear ass at, like, 70 miles an hour to get back in there. Yeah, it's it's been like... It's been like Thunderdome out there, like, every once in a while. Not a good well, thing, but, uh, you know.
1: There is a report saying, because there are fewer cars on the road now, that states are reporting handing out more speeding tickets, because more people are going, hey, four lanes, all for me. You know, oh, yeah. I can go as fast as I want. What? So now... It says one quarter of American drivers surveyed have avoided speeding tickets by giving certain excuses that police officers most of the time will accept. So I have the top list of excuses that cops have accepted by doing this. And before I do that, Carolina, since you represent all womankind on the show, have you A, ever flirted your way out of a ticket?
3: No. Have you tried? No, I get pissed. I'm the type of person that gets mad and I'm like, just give me my effing ticket so I can go. That's that's me. But I did get out of a ticket once and I I didn't even try. I think I got pulled over because I wasn't wearing a seatbelt or something. I don't know. But he pulls me over. He asks to see my uh, license and registration. So I give him my license. I'm going to go to uh, get whatever my insurance. It's in my glove compartment. And that was like back in the days when you used to have CDs and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I'm going through my glove compartment. I'm taking out all the CDs to try to give him my insurance card. And I'm taking all the CDs, throwing them on the floor, and out falls a pad. So (laughs) out falls a pad, and I just look at him, and he looks at me, he's like, forget it, just go. And I'm like, okay, thank you, and I left. That was the only time I ever got out of a
1: ticket actually that was my next question have you ever used female issues and now we know yep. uh, I guess if Pickles and I try that or Sean um, probably We'd be not arrested
2: <laughs> <laughs> I tried yeah.
1: I should yeah. try that more I often. tried
2: I took out the pad but <laughs> what was wrong
1: with you? I, I was Come on.
2: I keep an entire <laughs> box of maxi pads in my glove compartment just for that situation and it doesn't help they like, sir, clean up your car. It's a mess.
3: That was a lot of expense, apparently.
2: I, tried. I could just see Carolina though going through a glove box.
1: I'm like, oh look, Bill Bib gotta to listen to that later. Got a little Snoop Dogg over here. Oh look, a pair of shoes. Hey, look at that. <laughs> then we got a hat. Half eaten turkey sub. What's going on in there? Okay, so now well, somebody up, a long to guess? line
2: of scarves like a magician, you know, it's just <laughs>
1: <everything>. <laughs> anybody have think that they can guess one of the top nine excuses. Uh, um, I, I, I hate to say one of them, but I'm going to say it anyway. I have a family member who has COVID. Uh, no, nobody's, we're not going to do that. Okay. What like are you raising your for? That I, I, I have a second one. My wife okay. is a labor. Is it Popeye's? No, it's not Popeye's. <laughs> okay. My That's wife a is one. in
0: labor. That's a good
1: one. My wife is in labor. Uh, Let's see. I will give you 20% of the time it works if you say there's a medical emergency. Yeah. So I'll give you that one. That one is number three.
3: Go
1: ahead, Carolina.
3: I have diarrhea, and I need to get to a bathroom now.
1: Number four works 17% of the time, and I'm guessing if you actually can fart on command and just you know really stink up the car it'll be like roll down your window oh my god just go just go <laughs> unless you already went because
2: it smells like something died in there okay the one thing John i would have to say what would what would make this list even better is if carolina's answer was number two but anyway <laughs> um, hey. um yeah yeah I mean like <sighs> a way to get out of a ticket I, mm-hmm. I don't know aside from I have to use the bathroom my wife is in labor um uh um I got nothing Okay well
3: before we maybe, go back
2: to that
3: Go ahead maybe something with a child I don't know. Ah, uh, there we I go. i pick up my child from school Bing. or daycare. 13% blaming oh. I'm late to pick
1: up my child from school. There you go. Oh. Okay. Is just flashing your PBA card and saying, I know somebody count as an answer? No, because that happens everywhere on Long Island. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, ha- I know. I have, I have one from uh, my wife's uh, late father, so...
0: Oh, oh, uh,
3: ooh, ooh. Yes. what if I left something on the stove?
0: You know what? It
1: should be, but it's not on there.
3: Ah, uh, OK. Well, let me tell you also
1: that the survey says that 21% of males say the police don't pull them over at all. 37% of women say, no, the cops don't pull me over. Uh, and you can ask. Sometimes it works for a warning. Instead of an excuse, twenty-one percent of the drivers, when they get pulled over, go, "I was speeding." Is it possible you could just give me a warning instead of the ticket? And forty-one percent of those drivers say, "If you get a warning, they don't offer the excuse; they'll give it to you." Oh, so maybe okay. you don't even need it. And let me tell you, the one time I remember doing this, I was speeding. Um, I stop and I um, while I'm speeding, I see a cop. Right there, I'm busted, mm-hmm. I know I am. I pull up right in front of the cop. Cop gets out, he goes, what are you doing? I said, I'm speeding, you saw me. He goes, nobody ever pulls himself over, take off. So yeah. maybe if you pull yourself over, they'll help you Yeah, Totally, you know.
2: Self-policing, the- like it. Yeah, you get out of the car, you put your arms behind your back, you slam yourself into the hood, you know, <laughs> throw yourself on the ground. It's, <laughs> it's your own brutality. Maybe you won't get a ticket. <laughs> sure. Do you need us to call the cops? You seem to
1: be beating yourself up pretty good. I deserve it. Now, here, here's one that works 10% of the time, and I don't think it should. But 10% say they got off by telling the cop they're late for a court appointment.
0: Ah. Okay. So you're telling the cop,
1: yeah, I've been speeding like 20 times, and I got to go to court. So this yeah. is nothing new? <laughs> that sounds like a shotgun story. Right? It might as well be. <laughs> 12% say they got off if they say they were late for a doctor's appointment. Okay. All right. late for care? work. Ah, uh, there you go. Number two. 20%. It works 20% of the time if you say you're late for work. We still haven't gotten number one, though. Huh. Uh, Let's see. Number one, two, three, four. 16% say, I was going as fast as everyone else. In which case, oh,
0: I'm yeah. But I pulled old, you over. Use that the value. old
2: keeping up with traffic routine. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> going with the flow of traffic. Uh, I didn't know what the speed limit was. Yeah, yeah, hey, I've only lived here my entire life, officer. I don't know what the speed limit is.
1: 17% say they don't know what the speed limit is and they haven't seen the sign. So you've got all like of the cars that actually show you on this dashboard what the speed limit is when you pass by it. <laughs> yeah. But here is the number one answer that works a third of the time. So if a cop pulls you over just claim I didn't know I was speeding. Yeah. That's it. Right.
2: That's Sorry it. officer. I didn't know I couldn't do that. Okay. <laughs> now, well, you know what? How many
1: times have you been like, you're, you're just going down the highway, you're singing along to the radio, and you're like, look down and go, crap, I'm doing 80. Didn't even know yeah, it. Yeah,
2: yeah. All the time. Yeah. I mean, it, it totally does happen. And I'm sure maybe 5% of that, 20% are legitimate answers. And they're just saying, I, I honestly didn't realize I was going 86 miles an hour. I was singing along with Def Leppard. And so, you know, it is, <laughs> people do not realize that they're doing that fast. Other people are just like, yeah, I can get this thing up to 110. Oh, crap, cops. Sorry, officer, I thought I was doing 40. Just felt like everybody was squeaking past me. I, I don't know. But, um, yeah, I guess, I guess if it's a legitimate reason that you didn't realize you were driving that fast, that might work. But I don't, I don't see it working very, very often. I think it also depends on the person who's being pulled over.
1: Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, I was in Boston for my cousin's wedding. Very and my, my wife and I, at the time, we were driving. And I, we were completely lost trying to find this place. And it was, it was like a special where we weren't meeting at the church. We were meeting at a place where we were all going to get on old-fashioned trolley cars. Oh, and the cars were bringing you to the church. So you had to get there at a certain time. And I'm all flustered. I don't know where I am. I passed the stop sign. Cop pulled me over. I figured, I'm pretty much bulletproof. We're dressed. I've got an invitation. I'm explaining to him. He looked at my plate it was like, New Yorkers, huh?
0: And, oh, of course, that was it. Yeah.
1: And after I gave him the explanation, he just looked and goes, so I guess you're going to miss the wedding. Wow. What? Yep. We yep. 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 We oh, did man. not. <laughs> so no. I'm thinking, like you said, there are some cops, there are good cops, there are bad cops. Sure. You have a good Absolutely. day, you have a bad day. Yeah. Now this guy, you, know. you don't want that guy to teach anybody a class in how to be a cop, do you?
0: No, no, definitely mm-hmm.
1: not. You don't want a master class taught by that jerk.
2: <laughs> now, <laughs> does everybody good. know
1: what master class is?
2: Uh, No. i want. One you
1: know pickles you know what it is you gave me the idea <laughs> oh yeah, yeah oh you're what the answer is uh yes. is, is a uh paid subscription class where you get some of the world's greatest people to teach their craft it's 90 bucks it's like it's pretty expensive and a lot of people have been doing it because of quarantine and a lot of celebrities have been doing classes because they need something to do. You want Quentin Tarantino to actually teach you how to direct a film. You want Christine Aguilera to actually teach you how to sing. I mean, this is the top of the top and you okay. take a, a, quote, master class with them. Ah. Well, Yesterday, Pickles gave me a little idea and he said, well, you know what masterclasses are? I said, yes, I do. He said, well, why don't you make up a few and see if they can tell which is a real masterclass and which one did you make up?
3: Uh-oh.
1: Okay. So let's just see. Okay,
0: let's
1: give I'm it a I'm going to give you two choices, and then you'll tell me which one is real and which one's fake. Now, the first one's pretty easy, and it's done that way on purpose. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can take a masterclass on poker. The biggest winner of poker tournaments of all time will teach you to learn strategy, advanced theory, how to read an opponent, and spotting tells. Or you can take a masterclass in zoology where they will showcase the issues of wildlife and conservation that we are facing locally and internationally. Now, Sean, which one of
2: those two do you think is real? Um, this is based on hope. Uh, I'm going with the zoology class because I would rather do that than learn how to tell when people are lying while playing poker. Carolina, which one's real?
3: Poker class.
1: Poker class. Pickles. I know most of them, but it's, I think it's the poker class. Well, you are both correct. It is the poker class. However, not on master class, but there is a class to learn about zoology online. So you can take that. (laughs) Okay. Okay, let's see. Now they get a little harder. Let's see. Is a masterclass, do they have one for the art of performance, where you will learn how to approach performance and win over an audience? Or is there a masterclass in writing for romance novels? Learn the key elements to developing a romantic relationship on the page and, of course, crafting happily ever after. Carolina, which one do you think they offer a masterclass in?
3: The romance novel one. Pickles?
1: Describe that. Or as- do you know the answer?
3: Uh, do you know I, the answer? You, you kind of made it big,
1: so it's good. Describe the first one again. The art of performance. Learn how to approach performance and win over an audience. First one. Sean. I'm going to go with the romance
2: novels. First
1: of all, I would like to read Sean's romance novel cuz I think that would be <laughs> awesome. Oh man. That would that would be a number one bestseller, let me tell you. Hey, with your hair right now, you're kind of a skinny Fabio, so we could do that. You put
0: Hey, on the why harder. not? Sure. <laughs> yeah,
1: totally. Well, let me tell you that The Art of Performance is taught by Usher And it's a masterclass. Mm Oh, damn. Okay. Okay, guys. Carolina, I had you in mind when I picked these. Nice. Okay. So is this a masterclass? Self-expression. Find your inner truth and own the room. Present your best self to the world. Or is this the masterclass? Game of Thrones and political theory. This course considers the popular series in a political context. It will explore the historical inspiration of the series, The War of the Roses, some of the political theory that was created in reaction to that period. So is it Game of Thrones or is it self-expression?
3: Game of Thrones.
1: Sean.
2: Uh <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say self-expression because I think I'm pretty good at it already, but I would really like to learn how to own the room.
1: Would you? I think you could teach
2: the master class, maybe. Yeah, I probably could. Yeah, yeah, more than likely. But uh, yeah, no, I, yeah, self-expression. I think that sounds like fun.
1: Pickles. The Sean Radford class on Hawaiian shirts, by the way, would be oh, uh, I'm uh, it. perfect.
2: I'm class. I
1: would pay my buddy for that. Uh, self-expression. 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 Is correct and it's taught by RuPaul. How to own Hello. the room, <laughs> but <laughs> Carolina, there are classes on Game of Thrones and political theory, so you could find them online. <laughs> okay, I will do that. Okay, guys, which one's oh, the man? Just part? real
2: quick, could you imagine the reality series that would come up if RuPaul was teaching me how to own the room? Oh man, <laughs> we'd, make, we'd make millions. It'd be awesome.
1: But wait. Do you, do you, I think you might have to shave your beard, though. Do you have to do that? Does, is oh, this hell I'm no.
2: I'm not, I'm not saying I want to I be on Drag Queen, Drag Race, or whatever the hell that show is. I'm saying we start a new show. This is me. That's RuPaul. And uh, just showing me how to do it, and then I show him how I would do it. And it just it just works. because Sean and Ru. You know, <laughs> exactly, you know. Okay, I have a question, Sean. What's your drag yes. name?
1: Do you have a drag um, name?
2: Well, I just, uh, I just established <laughs> the fact that I would be on this show sure as me, not a drag queen. <laughs> but um, if I had to do it, uh, I have no idea. The thought has never really crossed my mind of, hmm, if I was. And doing by a the drag, way, what would I call myself? Never, never really seems, thought about it.
1: That seems like, like the proper answer. The reason that Pickles is called Pickles, is because my daughter came up to him one day and said, hey, what's your drag name? And your response was? "Teresa Pickles, or Terry Pickles. <laughs> Didn't hesitate. <laughs> Did not hesitate. No hesitation there. That's about a year old now, by the way, too, so. Uh, That's right. <laughs> and again, okay. I was on the spot. No, we
3: still won't let it die. No, 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 no. never. Forever, yeah. <laughs> Yep.
1: So, okay, guys, uh, which is the masterclass? Painting, how color will affect how the space feels overall, the proper tools, preparation, and technique that will lead to enjoyment, or mixology, the essentials of cocktail making makes a perfectly balanced drink for every occasion or mood. Pickles, you've painted, you've drank. Which one's a master class? I don't think I've actually ever painted too many times, so uh, I, 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 I think mixology is the answer. Carolina.
3: You see, I wanted to go with painting, but I'm going to go with mixology since everyone's home and drinking. I'm pretty sure people <laughs> want to new, new recipes, so I'm going to go with the mixology one.
1: Hey, but while you're home, you could paint. You can paint your wall. You can paint uh, anything you want. Sean, what do you got? Just don't mix pretty the only- two. <laughs> don't mix the paint thinner and the alcohol right?
2: <laughs> wait a second isn't there a whole chain of uh, teach you how to paint while drinking and everybody goes out and has a good time and they're like oh there gosh, is, things yes. things. Yeah. Totally. I, I want to do that actually um, I will go with painting because we'll go with painting. yeah yeah because I, I think there are a lot of people out there who, who want to understand the joy of painting but they don't exactly know how to start so, there's somebody out there who's teaching them. Sadly, it's not Bob Ross because Bob left us a while back, but I'm going to say the painting class is a real thing.
1: Well, I would bet if Bob Ross were the teacher, then it would be a master class, but now <laughs> it's mixology.
2: It'll sticks.
3: Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> okay. It's just now I'm guys, back on my is- trend of sucking at games.
3: Woohoo! <laughs> Don't worry, You're I'm sucking so at this.
1: Oh, maybe you need a drink. Go to mixology, and then you can own the room. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, by Usher, who, ironically enough. Who knew? Ooh, Usher and RuPaul together. Hey, okay. Um, now, which is which is the the uh, proper masterclass? Magic. Learn magic tricks and psychological tools that help to create amazement. Ooh, or anime, learn all the core fundamentals and advanced stylization and proportional knowledge needed to draw and sketch anime and manga. Okay, Sean,
0: which one's a real master Um,
2: Out of these two obnoxiously nerdy categories, I'm Mm -hmm. going to say, I hate magic, so I'm going with anime. So, uh, yeah, there's a master class on how to draw Japanese cartoon movies and such. And, yeah, letter and shading and things. Yeah, going with the anime class.
3: Okay, Carolina. So, this is kind of a hard one. but uh, I'm going to go with anime, too.
0: Pickles.
1: Okay, since I kind of know, since I'm the last person to go, I'm going. I think I know the answer, and I think I know who teaches it. It's magic, and it's pen and teller. And who's
0: the teacher? Pen and teller. That's right. Oh, I know, oh it was God. just something I made up. There <laughs> hmm. okay. we go.
1: Now, let's see. Uh, we know that a lot of things have been canceled, right? Yep. And the before- first for birthdays, and graduations, and special events. Everybody's driving past your house at ungodly yeah. hours. It's just honking, honking up the storm mm-hmm. with balloons mm-hmm. going, woo! Which is mm-hmm. fun by me, because I live on a street full of firemen, so I have fire trucks going up and down my street. Not nice, fun at night, but uh, okay. Pizza Hut has come to the rescue. If you were a gra- if you were part of the graduation class of 2020, They're giving away 500,000 free pizzas to grads of 2020. Nice. So There you go. To help boost morale amongst this year's grads, Pizza Hut announced they'll be giving away 500,000 free pizzas. In order for you to get it, all you have to do, by the way, you know, you're going to have a few people over, even if it's just your family. They're giving away one free medium, one topping pizza
0: to each. Okay. Nice. Anyway,
1: so what, do you have to show any all proof? All you have to do is go to pizzahut.com backslash grad party and enter in the HUT rewards email, and they're going to send you a certificate for a free pizza. Promotion is valid up until June 4th.
2: All you have to do is walk into a pizza with your high school diploma, show it to them, and they're like, hey, congratulations, here's a breadstick. Why do you think, I think if you, you just walk in anywhere
1: right now without a man? I think if you walk in anywhere without a mask, they'll just go, what do you want to get out? I want that pizza. Okay. We've been going for about an hour. I've got one more game. You want to play? Sure. Yes. Okay. We've played this before. It's called Odds Are. It is a very strange game. It shows you how many people die from weird things. Oh. Uh, for instance. Yeah, you right. remember like, 54 people die a year from champagne corks, you know, things like that. Okay, guys, you're gonna tell me who dies more from each. High-speed pursuits. According to the National Highway Traffic Administration, uh, there's a lot of people who die every year as a result of high-speed police pursuits. Or, this is very specific, people, structural collapses. In other words, in India, how many people die a year from having a building collapse on them? Just oh. in India.
2: So okay. high-speed
1: pursuits or right. a building falling on you in India. Sean. Okay.
2: Now, what was, what was the second one? Just Just what it's called. Structural collapses. Structural collapsing. Okay. When you first said that, I was not thinking building. I'm thinking cheerleaders forming a pyramid. And I'm like, oh my god, that must have been a massive pyramid for somebody to die from it. And it happens a lot. They should stop that. It's not safe. Um, but no, buildings falling on people, that does sound very painful and dangerous and quick way to go. Um, yeah, let's go with that one. Buildings falling on people in India kill more than whatever the other one was, because I already freaked out. Because Kent I just the poor cheerleaders. Sorry.
3: <laughs> um, wait question was it high-speed chase in the u.s or like worldwide uh in the u.s or structural collapse in in india
2: just in india has nothing to do with cheerleaders or football games
1: by the way i'm going to change this a little bit i'll I'll add a little bit of information high-speed pursuits not only the people in the car but if they hit anybody anybody any bystanders
2: okay
3: so, the fact that you're singling out India alone for the buildings falling, I'm going to go with that one. Okay, pickles. Uh,
1: I answer cheerleader collapses in the United States of America <laughs> as my choice. Um, <laughs> that's only one, and that's it. <laughs> it's got to be more than one car chasing.
0: Car chasing.
1: Okay, well, let's see. Volcano
0: Remember that uh,
1: in India every year, every year from buildings falling on people, 2,600 people die every year.
2: Wow. Sounds like architects people. over there. Um, or does do it just, India not
1: know how to b- build buildings? I don't
2: well, know. Maybe
1: it's 2,600 people in one building and it just falls every
2: true. year. Yeah, this is very populated. You ever seen see footage of their trains? They're all over the place. Inside, oh, yeah. outside, on the back, chasing it. You know. But
0: <laughs> well, in
1: America, there's a lot of high-speed chases. That's true. And again, it's the driver, the passenger, the police who are chasing, mm-hmm. and any bystanders, but it's only 300 people a year. That's it.
2: Mm-hmm. That's, it. That's, that's not a lot.
1: <laughs> well, compared to India, no. Yeah,
2: well, yeah. yeah. Now, high-speed chases in India. I wonder what those numbers are like. But they're well, the cheerleaders. There's <laughs> too many people, so you can't get high-speed on the road anyway. So it's just like, oh, and how can you kill somebody doing five? It just doesn't happen. So, okay, you know. I agree. <laughs> but the buildings are just falling on everybody. Okay, guys, which kills people more a year?
1: My picture there of volcanoes erupting. Yes or hot air
0: balloons.
1: They go up, do they always come down in one piece? Carolina, how many people, do people die more from volcano eruption or hot air balloons? Is this worldwide? This is worldwide. No,
3: it's only in Canada. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's well, in, in <laughs> I,
3: I need to know, because in the US, I don't think there's any volcanoes here, or maybe like, uh, like one or two. I don't know.
0: No. And like
3: yeah. stone or something. I don't. Okay, so, um, I'm gonna go with the with the volcanoes.
1: Okay, pickles. I'm gonna go with the hot air balloons.
0: Sean.
2: Wow, this is this is a tough one. Kind um this. Like I I picture a lot of these a lot of these deaths happening on honeymoons and stuff because like hot air balloons and volcanoes are kind of like you know romantic stuff um i'm gonna go with hot air balloons because i just picture drunks falling out after being like oh my god we got engaged and polished off a bottle of dom oh crap and they fall out so yeah i'm saying a lot more people are falling out of hot air balloons than are getting sucked up by molten lava well
1: I find it ironic that the hot air from the volcano can blow up the hot air balloon and then you can get out of there, but maybe you die in the hot air balloon. So, you know, each way. Uh, Volcanoes, believe it or not, on average, 762 people die a year from volcano eruptions and hot air balloon accidents where people die, two a year, just two. Okay. Oh. You see,
3: guys, I know my questions may sound a little stupid, but there's a reason for my questions.
2: There's no, a... no, not at all. Not at all. And I know, I know <laughs> my long-winded answers sound really stupid. That's because they are. So, you know, it works. <laughs>
1: Whatever works for you. Okay, guys, here's my next picture to go along. Now, how many people die a year from messy handwriting? Yes, you heard mm. me that messy handwriting, handwriting. First, how many people die from animal-drawn vehicle accidents pickles so is messy writing or are animal and they say animal they don't necessarily mean just horse i guess there's donkeys and i don't know maybe they train chauncey the alligator and uh, who knows yeah. Right, I would right. like to see what the cause of the messy handwriting accidents are going to be. Is it possible just stabbing yourself with the pen after you write everything? And then all of a sudden it just, it goes off and like, Oh,
3: <laughs> so I'm pretty sure. Well, I'm going to go with the
1: animals, by the way, because messy handwriting. Okay.
3: Seems Carolina. I'm pretty sure by messy handwritings, it's referring to doctors, guys, you know, like the prescription with the messy yes. handwriting. Right,
2: right. So she okay. doesn't I'm a good know with that you can get a burger
1: and a chicken joint, but she does know that doctors' handwriting cause
3: accidents.
2: Mm. Well,
3: I used to work at a doctor's office.
2: Ah, wow. And a Chick fil A. She's got the inside <laughs> curve. There, there it is. <laughs> um, hmm. I'm gonna go with messy handwriting, because I feel that there is a large group of English teachers that are out there just, just on their last licks, and they're reading <laughs> kids' paragraphs and stuff, and then it just it just ends up in at the intersection. What? Well, if Billy would've known what a semicolon was, I wouldn't have punched that dude in the face. So yeah, Long I'm gonna order. go with messy handwriting.
1: One order, special cursive unit. <laughs>
2: exactly. Oh!
1: oh
0: I'll
1: give you that one. Okay. Well, animal-drawn vehicles, 80 people die a year from that, believe it or not. 80. But from messy handwriting, which, as Carolina brought up, doctors, which lead to uh, patients' prescriptions can be mixed up, or they get the wrong dosage or the incorrect medicine, 7,000 people a year die.
3: That's a lot. That
1: is a lot. Yeah 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 i wonder uh, is uh, the computer
2: what okay he, just... he said basically you should have just typed it up instead of writing it oh. <laughs>
3: it froze i, I didn't hear. <laughs> I'm gonna... it's
2: okay
1: let's see what's next oh here we go here we go don't tase me bro <laughs> oh boy so let's see. From tasers where's my notes? Let's see. From being tased versus being buried alive. Okay. Oh, yes. Which one dies more a year?
2: Tasers. Why? Because people don't know they they don't have the heart to be tased. And one of their friends gets a taser because you know they, they just have one somehow, and they go, "Yeah, totally tase me, Pst, dead." And uh, <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say more people die from tasers because they're stupid. Pickles.
1: I can see Sean having this uh, this uh, motivational speed. It's like, "You take that taser. You don't have the heart to take that taser."
0: Can't.
2: Can't. <laughs> That's it. But however, as I've said, if anybody ever wants to tase me, I'm wide open to it. Just don't tell me because I I, I want it to be a genuinely surprised like Holy crap, I just got tased. I, I, it's fine, you know.
1: And then if you, you don't yourself. react well, we'll have to bury you alive. And, uh,
2: you know, that'll be that. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, you know, he'll be dead. Uh, buried alive. I feel like no one really
0: dies due to tasing. Okay. Carolina.
3: Um, this is a weird one, but I'm going to go with Buried Alive.
1: Yeah, go with Buried Alive. Do you know how many people die a year from being buried alive?
3: Three. No, I don't know.
1: Nine.
0: Nine? Nine. Mm -hmm. But as Sean said,
1: you know, tasing doesn't always kill, but in this case, it's an average of 57 dead people a year
2: from tasing. Wow. baby going to the perfect record here. Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder if those nine people that got buried alive all knew each other or if it was just <laughs> individual situations over the course of the year. And for that 57, as, as I'm saying, some people just don't have the heart to get tased.
1: Yeah. Well, we'll find out if you do one
2: day. Okay, guys. Uh, yeah, yeah. Could be a you really know? funny episode or it could turn into next week a very special episode. of, <laughs> of Dream. I Remember what we thought would be a joke? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
3: Well, so um, when I, a couple months ago, when I won the three shotgun stories in a row, yeah. I actually was trying to get a taser so I could taser you, Sean, but- Nice. Ship to, to New York. That'd have so been, that'd have been,
2: yeah, yeah. I love how people's reactions are like that to me and they're like, you know, I tried my hardest <laughs> to get a stun gun <laughs> to shoot you in the back couldn't <laughs> find one. All right, well, you know, make it up to me. I'll take a rain check on that stun gun. Thanks, no problem.
0: You know, cut one to a barbecue day, like next day. summer. Cool.
2: And it's like, why do all these people have their cameras on me and they're recording? Uh, yeah, totally. <laughs> I'm awesome. looking forward to it. Thanks.
1: Okay, guys, as you can see by the picture, uh, we want to know let's see, do more people die annually from toddlers with guns?
0: Toddlers <laughs> yes. with
1: guns. Toddlers with guns. Or left-handed
3: people using right-handed things.
0: Hmm.
1: Do we have any lefties here? No.
3: I'm ambidextrous. Ooh. Hey. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the left-handed people trying to use right-handed people's Stop. items.
2: <laughs> yeah. Sean. Uh. Yeah. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna say the same because if you've ever tried to write your name with the hand you don't normally use, you can't even write the first letter. So yeah, I can definitely see somebody being like, I didn't realize grandma was gonna die with these right-handed scissors in her left hand. Like, yeah, so lefty's doing writing stuff incorrectly.
1: Would that be like messy handwriting too
2: because you're using the wrong hand? I would think so, yeah, <laughs> oh, totally. Yeah. Or maybe that's the way that you can explain it to the irate English teacher so they don't kill you and be like, listen, I tried to write the report with my left hand. I'm a righty. You can understand what I'm talking about. And they'd be like, no, no, I still don't. Stab.
1: Pickles. Uh, The South exists, so
0: toddlers with guns. The South exists, okay.
1: Yes, Florida does exist. And ladies and gentlemen, 21 people a year, adults and children, get shot from toddlers wielding a gun that they wow. found in their parents' possessions. But, left-handed people, 2,500 people die a year That's using a the wrong stuff. I'm guessing like chainsaws and sure. and stuff like that. Right. Is, is there such a thing as a left-handed or right-handed
2: gun? Uh, don't know, I don't actually. Think I have so. no idea. Maybe? Be biased like a Google. Google. Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. If you out there know, mean, know that there's a difference between a right-handed and a left-handed gun, message us on the Drain, the Circling the Drain Facebook group page, and we will happily mention it next week. Mention your name and tell everybody that you're our number one biggest fan. So if you know, if you don't and maybe know, maybe even find you and life, tase you.
0: Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> Should we yeah, find your and tase tase you?
2: come find me. No, don't. I'm gonna be tased by everybody. <laughs> okay.
1: And for the bonus round on Uh this
2: one,
0: which kills more people a year? People eating or people not eating? Pickles. Not you. They don't eat you. No.
1: (laughs) Uh, So, guys, just pick whatever I go. Just pick against whatever I pick because I have a perfect record right now in this game. Uh, People eating. People eating. Carolina.
3: I'm going to go with people not eating. Good choice.
2: John? Pickles. No. Um, I'm going <laughs> go I, I thought that was like the, the winner, winner answer for everything. Just say pickles and you're in the game. Um, I'm going to say not eating.
1: Well, every year, 3,000 people die from eating contaminated food. So that's oh. sad. Sure. But 21,000 people die every single day from
0: hunger across the world.
2: Oh. Um, oh, we're getting we're getting real with it. I thought we were talking about like some some little like sixteen year old girl that's like, I wanna be skinny bleh! like you know, something like that. Like that type of not eating. Well, that would be Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> was I weird. wanna be skinny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's, to right yeah. Over here. Yeah.
1: yeah. I think that's gonna be the name of this episode. I wanna be skinny, bleh. <laughs> 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 Okay, well, we're ending on a bit of a sad note, but that's fine because I got a sad note. It's it's the end of the show.
0: <laughs> that
1: was sad. But hopefully, you got a few laughs. You learned about an alligator named Chauncey. Uh, yep. You know, you learned how messy handwriting can kill people and,
0: and how.
3: You learn, learn that people do fall on lines.
2: That's true. Mm-hmm. And that if you have a maxi
3: pad in your car, you can get out
1: of a speeding ticket. That's
2: yep, true. Yep, yep. Oh. Well, well, yep. Yeah. I'm going to try that. <laughs> I doubt it's going to work, but I'll give it a shot. You know. Um, what else? What else? Yeah. We, we've learned that English teachers are crazy and uh, they're just waiting. Um, uh, we learned a lot of stuff. This, this was a very educational <laughs> episode this week. I feel like I feel a little smarter to be honest. We've learned you can take Game of Thrones lessons online, just not on that. That's Netflix. true. That is oh, true, is that?
1: Yes.
0: yes. We learned mm-hmm.
1: that apparently you're going to have to listen to this episode more than once
2: to get all the information out of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. very this true. Was, like again, this, yeah. was a, this was definitely a PBS episode of the Circling the Drain podcast. We brought all the information to you to increase your intelligence. So now you have stuff to tell people tomorrow. But don't tell them, like, you know what you're talking about, because then they'll just look at you probably like the way you're looking at me right now. So, yeah, don't, well, you know, fire beware. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Right there. Man, I don't trust you. Look, I think you're full of shenanigans. Well, that's how the game
1: started with shenanigans.
2: That's true. Yes, yes. We actually worked the word shenanigans legitimately into the show which is always a bonus whenever you can get that word out there in a conversation or anything ah uh, it's it's so much fun to call shenanigans on things
3: <laughs> do you guys like have a word that you like
2: how it sounds shenanigans yeah that's shenanigans. my word too shenanigans. My i love that word and i try to use it as much as possible but not too much you know when you yeah. got the perfect opportunity to call shenanigans on somebody ah uh, ah uh, brilliant you know what the opposite
1: of that word is, by the way? Moist. What, was it
2: that? what is it?
1: Moist. Oh. It's a word that you hear that you just want to just, like, cringe immediately after you say
2: oh, it. Oh, 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 like a word What's that... What's the d- word? Moist. 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 Word? That word just, like, yeah. For some odd reason, that word, like, wrecks people's souls. Like, they yes. hate that word with a passion. And I don't understand it. It's just another... Just another oh. Group of letters to me, but you know
3: how am I supposed to use moist? I don't know. That cake was moist.
2: Yes. Yeah. Moist. Yeah.
3: Okay.
2: Or it's very moist. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Rating.
0: <laughs>
1: okay. It's just okay. an Okay, odd we'll discuss this a little more in depth later on, but meanwhile, yeah, pickles. Thank you for putting all this together. You got anything to plug? Nope. Nothing at all. Nothing for Chauncey. Damn. Nothing for <laughs> Uh, this is I on, see something that says on the lines. I don't know what that means. This is ah. on the sports <laughs> line.
0: Oh. I,
1: it'll be on our on our Facebook page, which is right on this side, right over here, even though it's being covered by a pickles. But uh, have uh, Chauncey and all of the uh, alligator um, people in Kentucky watch. Hey. And Shrevin Dave. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, Carolina, what you got?
3: Um, check out our Instagram page. Um, it will have a new video up tomorrow. There was one posted a few days ago, so go check that out. And yeah, it's, um, Circling the Drain podcast.
2: Sean. Well, uh, I hope everybody had as much fun as we did doing this for the hour and change that we've been sitting here doing it. Um, well, if you're watching the show right now, you already know about the Drain and that is the Drain, the Circling the Drain Facebook group page. Uh, If you're listening to this because it's a podcast and that's what people do, um, you can go to The Drain, the Circling The Drain Facebook group page. Become a part of it. Post whatever you want. Don't overpost because we delete crap because we don't care. Uh, There's a bunch of funny stuff. All the shows, that's where you get to vote for the shotgun stories. Uh, You can also go to YouTube. We got a YouTube page. It's uh, Circling The Drain podcast on YouTube. And as I've said the word podcast eight or nine times, there are so many different places you can download podcasts. And those places are iTunes, Anchor, Google Podcast, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast,
1: Radio Public, Himalaya, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, and for the truly lazy, just say either Alexa or Suri, Siri, Siri, sorry, sorry, Siri, and say play Circling the Drain podcast, and it will play. And I'm guessing the next episode will be entitled What? You're Skinny? <laughs> 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 or Chick-fil-A sells burgers? Hey, there we they go. They do, yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so for everybody here, we will see you next week, but remember one very important thing. If you give us a chance, we'll, we'll give you a laugh. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.